Thank you for purchasing this audio product. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. We believe that your faith will increase and your life changed by applying the principles in this teaching. And uh, I want to preach to you just for a couple of minutes on, on the subject of faith and release you in the week with faith. Amen. So uh, let's pray together. Father, we thank you that your word in the next couple of minutes will change everything in our lives. May the word of God become alive. May faith rise in the hearts of every single person in the name of Jesus Christ. And everyone say, Amen. Grab your Bibles. You may take your seat. And let's go to the book of Genesis chapter 6. It's a great to be here once again. The Lord is moving by His Spirit in this house. Amen. And uh, it's, like I said, it's a great honor to be here. Uh, Mom arrived from Port Elizabeth this evening. She's watching. Let's wave at Mom. Come on. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Genesis chapter 6, verse number 18 to verse number 22. Just four verses there. When you, when you have it, say amen. amen. When you still struggle to find it, say hallelujah. It's the first book of the Bible. But I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall go into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, your sons' wives with you, and every living thing of all flesh, you shall bring two of every sort into the ark. To keep them alive with you, they shall be male and female. Of the birds of every kind, of animals after their kind, and of every creeping thing of the earth of its kind, two of every kind will come to you to keep them alive. And you shall take for yourself all of all food that is eaten, and you shall gather it yourself. And it shall be food for you and for them. Thus Noah did according to all that God commanded him, so he did. I want to speak to you from the title and from the message. My title for tonight is, I am sick of this ship. Now I need you to spell the word ship, because I know these Boxburg and Germiston people... We'll get it all wrong and all mixed up. So can you spell ship for me? S. Just one more time, please. All right. We got it. I can get going. We see in the book of Genesis chapter 6 that God, we see a part of his humanity. We see a part of him, which we normally don't see. And this is the part where he regrets making mankind so when you get home tonight go and read the whole of genesis chapter 6 but you can see that he rejects mankind he says i'm sorry i've made man can't believe i've made them repented by himself that he created these people have you ever felt that way that you wish you didn't do that you wish you didn't say that how many of you you see that's a side of god and but Noah, the Bible says, found favor with God. Well, nowhere in the Bible we see that he did anything that was righteous. We don't see anything that he did to obey God except to build a, this ship. But there was something that he did 
not only did, that God just found this man all by himself to have favor. Which is so beautiful because the favor of God doesn't depend on your works. Noah didn't do anything to deserve that. There were thousands of people upon the planet. Yet God chose him to build this ark, the ship, to save mankind, and he found favor with God. Say this with me. I'm going to find favor with God. Not because I've done anything right. Just because I am. Say your name. That's it. No, we don't see any scripture that he prayed for favor. I know that shakes all religious people. I don't found any scripture that he fasted for favor. A lot of people fast for favor and they fast for breakthroughs. And we believe in fasting, but you need to do it for the right reasons. And so Noah found favor with God without praying for favor. He found favor with God without fasting for favor. He found favor with God without even being a righteous person at that point. We just see that God found him. God just looked for this man. And the Bible says that the Lord visit Noah. And he told him the following. He says, Noah, you and your whole family will be saved. You and your sons, and your wife's sons, and your mother-in-law, and your father-in-law, everybody's going to be saved, because I found favor with you. Noah had favor with God. Now listen to this. His family didn't have favor with God. Only he had favor with God. Here's the first key. Just because he was, they were connected to him. The favor of God fell upon him. Your family should thank the Lord that you are in their lives. Hey. Just because you are in the family, that's why they are blessed. And that's why they have a job. And that's why they have all this stuff because of you. Shout, I have favor. Shout, I have favor. Come on, me and my family, we have favor. Because many of us are living of someone else's favor. And I want to say this tonight, that God is going to release favor this week. That's why I want to preach this message, because God's going to release favor this week. The next seven days is going to be ridiculous days of supernatural favor. How many of you can just believe, just a little bit, that's not because of your works, not because you're righteous, not because you didn't pray for it, not because you came to church tonight, just because you are... What's your name? Because you are... Because you listen, that's just because of who you are, you're gonna find favor. Tell two or three people around you, because you connected to me, we connected in the house, you have favor. Listen, the favor upon my life, rest upon my family, rest upon this church. I I promise you, it's important that who you are connected to. His family was a godless family, a prayerless family, a rebellious children. Yet, because of one man's favor, God caused everybody that was associated with Noah to have favor. Hallelujah. 
Noah didn't require faith. Now listen to this. Noah only needed faith when favor came. He didn't need faith before favor came. I hope you get this. I only needed faith when favor came and said, build a church. Up till that point, I didn't need faith. But when the favor came to say, go and rent arenas in South Africa, when the favor came, faith came. Faith didn't happen before the time. Faith only, you, are, you only need faith when the favor of God is upon your life. Say, so I have favor. Look at verse number 18 of this portion of scripture. Just put on verse 18 for me. If you can, in the NIV, I would appreciate that for the people. But I will establish my covenant with you. And you will enter the ark. You and your sons and your wife and your son's wives with you. Beautiful. Here... The second thing that, that, that pulled me in was God gave Noah an, a, 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 an assignment with no example, with no experience, with no reference point. Noah had to build this ark. He's never been in construction. He's never hit a nail in anything, here God says, I'm giving you an assignment to save the world. And there is no reference point for that. There was no rowboat before you. There was no rain even before you. We'll get to that now. He's never seen a boat in his entire life. Yet God says, the thing that I've called you for is going to be so powerful that there's no reference point for that. Which no eye have seen and no ear has heard. No has entered into the heart of man. But God, you know what? Nobody in my family has done that. Exactly. There will be no reference point. There will be no experience. There will be nothing. What God is about to do in your life is going to be so supernatural that you say, well, God, you need to help me because I'm the only one in my family that's starting a business. The only one that's dealing with millions. The only one that's coming out of debt. I have no reference reference point. My family staying in shacks. They staying in poverty. They staying in lack. They working for five, six jobs. But how do you ask me to start a business? Noah. Hey, Noah. I wonder how many Noahs do I have in the house that can step out of that mold. So now you need to build an ark. This is how you're going to build it. You're going to build it with timber. You're going to build it with tar. You're going to build it with this type of wood. And Noah, all of a sudden, is confronted with an assignment he's not qualified for. There are some of you in this place, God has called you to do things, and you say, me? I can never be that person. I'm not assigned for that. No, I'm telling you tonight, God has assigned you to be that you may feel unqualified. You may feel that people are not going to like you and not support you. But I'm here to tell you, God has called you to do that. 
And then God said, okay, Noah, so I'm going to let you build an ark. But here's the thing, Noah, I'm going to send rain. Noah says, what is that? This is five chapters into the, into the Bible. He's, he's never seen rain. Doesn't even know what rain is. And I'm going to send a flood. I'm going to let the heavens open and the water is going to come from the earth. And here's the thing that I want you to see. Noah doesn't even know if it will float until the water came. I don't know if it's going to work. Let it come. Let the waters come. Let the flood come. Let the thing come. Let the prophetic word come. I don't know if I'm qualified, but let it come. No, I didn't know if it's going to work. You cannot test it, or he couldn't test it until the crisis came. I have faith in the Lord. Really, let's send the flood. I don't know if this tithing thing works. Let's send the flood. Your faith only works when you have favor and you can only test the word with a crisis. I'm preaching to myself, but it's okay. Some of you have an idea that you're going to start a business, you're going to do this, but you don't know if it's really going to work. But you must have faith enough for something that you've never seen. You've never prayed for it. Never, never, no one never prayed for it. He never fasted for it. Yet God gives him an assignment and says, you're going to do that. I don't know if the movement is going to work. <laughs> I don't know if there's going to be five people in the arena. I don't know how I'm going to get a million bucks together to pay for one night. I don't know how we're going to build this building. I don't know how we're going to be on television. But all I did was I needed faith on the favor upon my life. And when the favor was upon my life, I needed faith. I had no reference point, no experience, no nothing. But I stepped out and I said, well, God, now it's crunch time. Now you need to help. And then God raised up the remnant to come together in the thousands and pay for the bill. I want to tell you that even Cape Town's arena was paid this week. That is what God is doing when you step out in faith. Come on, you must have faith for something you've never seen before. I'm speaking to the remnant here tonight. That that idea you have, you better get working on that idea. That business idea you have, get it on the go. Step out, do it. Get in that position. Take up the authority of God. Now, now let me give you the construction of the ship. Let me give you the construction and pull some principles from there. Number one is you must believe in this idea. You must believe in your call. Because this will bring your family through. Now listen to this. What is a dream? Or, or what is the call? Firstly, if it's only benefiting you. Okay? It's only a goal. I'm going to have that. Then I can have more money. It's only a goal. It's not a dream. A dream is to impact a whole family. Yes. 
a whole nation, a whole city. That is what a dream is. Stop having goals in your life. Just get a dream that can impact your family. Change the economy. Lord, if I can just have money to, to pay for the end of the month. No, man. Get money that you can pay for every family member. Your sons. Why do you want to buy just a car for you? Why can't you just walk into BMW or Mercedes and say, can I have 10 of these? Because all my children and their children also need some cars. Come on, I'm going to shift your mind a little bit. I am tired of the ship. Uh, let me prophesy the anointing that is upon your life is so heavy that everyone around you is going to be affected by the anointing of the Holy Ghost come on the anointing upon my life is so heavy that it must affect my staff it must affect my leaders it must affect you come on it must affect the nations of the world somebody shout I'm anointed Shout it one more time. I'm anointed. I feel something moving in the atmosphere. Shout I'm anointed. Nobody can take the anointing within me away from him. Hey, let me tell you something. Some people say, oh, he's fallen. She's fallen. And the anointing lifted. Let me just say this. Nobody can take the anointing away from you. When the anointing is coming upon you, it's residing in you. It's living in you. No sin, no demon, no hell can take the anointing away from you. Somebody shout as loud as you can. I am anointed. Hallelujah. 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 Shut I'm anointed. Come on, I'm anointed. I feel it here. Yes, Holy Ghost. Isaiah 45, verse 1. I didn't give it to you in the back. I'm flowing with the Holy Ghost quickly. Hmm. Isaiah 41, 45, verse 1. This is what the Lord said to who? To who? Who's the anointed here? Five people here. Shut I'm anointed. Shut I'm anointed. What does he say? Verse number two. Verse number two. What does he say to his anointed? Come on. Where's the anointed? All right. What's going to happen? God's going to walk before me and he's going to level some issues, some mountains, some stuff in my life. Come on, I'm anointed. I'm anointed and because I'm anointed, he goes before me. He will level the crooked places, the mountains. I will break down gates of bronze. Cut through bars of iron. Look at the next one. Verse 3. I will give you. Where's the anointed? Those of you who are not anointed, it's okay. I'm going to take your wealth. But he says, I will give you the hidden treasures. Stored 
in secret places. All that money that's secretly hidden away, stashed away, God is pulling it in, bring it in. I appropriate wealth tonight in the name of Jesus. Woo! My God. Woo, your children will be blessed. I declare the blessing of God upon your children right now. Your children will be blessed. No one will break into your family lineage and take away your legacy. Come on, your children will have grace. They will be anointed. They will have a prayer life. They will fear the Lord. The blood of Jesus will be upon your children. If you believe it, give him a good praise here tonight. I break every ungodly relationship. I break everything. Every undercover demon. I bind it in your family tonight. In Jesus' name. Shut I'm anointed. Sorry, I'm just in my preaching zone, okay? My God. Come on, there is a mantle of anointing of preaching upon me tonight. I shift atmospheres with the power of the Holy Ghost. Come on. Hallelujah. Shout, I'm anointed. Quickly, let me finish this thing. We need to go and get peanut butter and syrup sandwiches. It's waiting. So God said to Noah, He says, uh, "Go and get the animals. Go and get the animals and uh, take your family. Get your family and get them in the ark." Now, animals are not on the same level as people. Get it? They are in a different league, animals. So God is anointing you to go and get things that is not in your level. (laughs) How can I do that? I'm anointed. Shut I'm anointed. God's going to anoint you tonight to go to places and take things that's not in your level. You are used to this level of just a hundred thousand, a million or ten million or whatever. God is saying, go and get the animals. Go and get the stuff that's not in your league. It's in a different league. I'm, I release upon you tonight a new level and a new dimension. Come on, if you believe it, say amen here tonight. Mm. I'm anointed for stuff that's not on my level. I dare you to shout it. Say, I'm anointed for stuff that's not on my level. Check this out. Check this out. 
These animals didn't pick up one nail. They didn't help with the construction. Just because they connected. <laughs> Just because they're in relationship or connected with a man who's got favor upon his life, their lives were saved. That's why. That's why when you can sow into Project 54, the sons, the daughters that testified here tonight, because they connected to the house, their house got built, their church has got established. The anointing that's upon my life and upon this ministry will come upon your life, will increase upon your life, will take you to another level. I want to say you're going to do business never again on the same level. You're going to go to another level. Shout amen if you believe it. You know, when you know when you do ministry, you know when you do ministry is when you can bless people that don't even deserve it. They haven't done nothing to do it just because you are in ministry. And you are connected. The anointing that's coming in this place, you're going to see this week things shifting over your life. Shout, I am anointed. I don't do things for public attention. I do it because I am blessed. And when I can build the ark and people can come in that's not even, that didn't even pay one cent, that don't even tithe, that don't even pray, just because they associate it, they get part of the blessing of God upon our life. You don't even have to say thank you. Not one animal went to no one say thank you. Thank you for helping me. Thank you for praying for me. Uh-uh. He just do it. You know why he did it? Because they struggled. You know why I help people? Because I see them struggle and lift them out of their level and bring them to a level that they've never experienced before. Let me finish this, please. Sit, 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 sit. So God said to Noah, uh, go, Noah, go and get the animals and go and get them uh, two by two. And he says, uh, go and get the big ones. And go and get the ants as well. It's easy to go and get the big ones. Another thing to go and get a firefly. Is that a fear flea? What do you mean? You don't even know what it is. I grew up with that. They, they now no longer, they've been discontinued due to air pollution. A fear flea. God, you need to go and get two mosquitoes, two ants. Two snakes. Two elephants. Two lions. Go and get them. But here's the thing. I like this. 
God says, not only are you going to get them, I give you the responsibility to feed them. You're not just going to bring them into the ark. You need to now feed them. You're going to feed them as long as we are on this boat. Now, here's something that I, that I want you to see here. He had to, def, or he had to feed the animals that has the ability to attack him. He's feeding the thing that can kill him. Oh, ah, yeah, ipa. They are. I think Noah walked around there and said. God, there are many more in this ark that can kill me than me, one man feeding them. But how many of you know that even if there are more against us, God is opening the eyes to say, but those who are for you are more than those that are against you. Can I take you a little bit further? Are you still okay? Yes. Something about the ark, uh, Pastor Andrew, was there, there was no ventilation. And Pastor Dawit, there was no sewage system in the ark. Oh, here I go, here I go. in a smell which is my assignment is this my assignment can I have some air no ventilation no sewage systems this is my assignment stuck with a smell Can I, can I preach to you? Can I get to your spirit here? How many of you have ever felt trapped in your assignment? And say, God, you called me for business, but... I'm stuck in the smell. My bills cannot be paid. My house is in arrears. The money doesn't come in. It's terrible. I can't even breathe. I'm going to die if I don't get a breakthrough. And God says, that's your assignment. I've put you right there. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. It's underappreciated. But just because you have faith, you will make it. I said a lot of times to God, God, come on. Is this my assignment? To be treated like this? gossiped about this unappreciated can I just have some air I'm gonna die in this thing so here's what I want you to hear you must have faith for what you are assigned to because it's not gonna kill me have enough faith I think Noah's wife called him and said listen hello it's the last night I am sleeping with bears do we understand one another 
you must understand. Where's the men? Help me out a little bit here. Don't leave me alone when I speak about your wives. There was no presidential suite. There was no captain's cabin. She was sleeping with her husband and bears and lions and elephant tongue all over. And here Noah must minister faith in the midst of a crisis to his family. Children are upset. Come on, Dad. Do better than this. Wife. Walking around with attitudes. Silent treatment. And in the midst of all the chaos and all the smells and, and stuff. Tongue. Come box boat focus here. The smell. He has to minister faith. In my most difficult times of my life, when all hell was going on, no ventilation, sewage systems, things going on, I had to minister faith to my people, to my sons and my daughters, and say, you're going to make it. We're going to come out of this. We believe God for a breakthrough. We believe God is going to come in the right time and right season. And this is what I want you to get about this. I'm nearly done. Remember, Noah's family wasn't called for his assignment. I, I think his sons went to him and said, Hello, is this God? What's up with you, Dad? I believe, uh, you know those... The tweet that was going viral this morning about you lost your head, Dad. I think they're all right. I've lost it. Yet Noah had to believe. And I want you to see this. When Noah went into the ark, God was silent. Here's your assignment. Get them all in. And then God. <laughs> Silent. Have you ever been there? God, you said I'm going to start the business. God. You said I'm going to start the church. God, you said I must work for the church. God, you said I must do this. But why so quiet? God just What happens when I am obedient and God is silent? Once I completed my assignment, I want you to see this. And I want you to write the following statement down. Once the assignment was completed, the storm came. This is what I want you to write down. The storm is a confirmation of your obedience. The storm is the confirmation of your obedience. The storm didn't come while he was working. 
Storm didn't come when he had favor. The storm was the sign. You are obedient. Now look at this. Can you, can you go another, what's it, four, five minutes without the peanut butter? Wrap this up. I, I can't stop now. I have to finish. And God said to, to Noah, I want you to build the ark with acacia wood. Then build the acacia wood. Now, here's the thing you must know about this is that this wood is not grown where Noah lived. He had to go and import the wood. Which took him a long time to complete. Here's the principle. Your assignment will be out of reach. It's not close to Can I do that? <clears throat> My assignment is not easy. Your assignment is not easy. It's going to cost some stretch. Faith. Believe. Trust. And here's the thing I love about this. God never discussed budget. Did he discuss budget when you started your business? God never told me start the business, start the church and when you started this is going to be your budget. He just said build the church with a hundred people and uh, here's the roof contractor this man put up the roof of the church and so you must understand I, we, Pastor and myself and mom and everybody we walked out in faith but God never said once this is how much it's going to cost you okay if he did I honestly don't think I would have even laid the foundation. So when your assignment comes, God said to Noah, Noah, come here. You need to build an ark, man. Build it with acacia wood. You're going to do it like this. You're going to build it 120 meters long, so many feet high. And then Noah just had to start building without a budget. Because I know what you think. Yeah, I'm going to start that, but let me just work out my money. God is nowhere in the money spectrum you must live by faith you must walk by faith act by faith have faith if you have faith then there will never be a budget discussed because God is not going to give you a dream in your budget if your dream fits into your budget, it's not a dream from God. Your dream must make you. This week, last week, they put the budget in front of me. Brandon put the budget in front of me for Cape Town. One night, two nights in Cape Town, 2020. I said, God, I don't know. 
don't know how we're going to do it. Two million, two point something million. I don't know how we're going to do it. I don't live by budget, I live by faith. If you can afford it, it's not from God. Some of you are getting a migraine now. So here's the principle, come on. He was building something beyond, beyond his economy. building something beyond his economy but not beyond his faith because God is about to move you into something that doesn't match your economy that's why I came here to speak to you tonight what God has called you doesn't match your economy and what God where God is taking you doesn't match your economy it matches your faith hmm where God is going to take your children doesn't match your economy. It matches your faith. Let me take you a little bit further and disrupt all religious people quickly. What you are about to drive in the next 12 months doesn't match your economy. It matches your faith. What you're about to live in doesn't match your economy. It matches your faith. Come on, where we're going doesn't match my economy. It matches my faith. Have faith in God. Somebody shout, woo! Tell the person next year, I'm anointed. Okay. All right. So let me show you, firstly, show you the signs. The sign of your obedience is the storm. The only sign, the only sign we found that God was with Noah was the shut door. Do you have enough faith for shut doors? The only sign God you give me to shut the door. Do you have enough faith for the shut door? Because that's the sign. God is with me. Close that door. Thank you, God. Close that door. Thank you, God. Close that door. Thank you, God. Open the window. Thank you, God. But thank God for shut doors. You can thank God that he shut that door for that promotion, for that increase, for that job, for everything. God. And then God didn't speak to him. Do you have faith that when God shut the door that he will provide for you? And here's the thing. The shut door was the last sign before the answer. So if you are ready to go to places you've never seen before, you need to thank God 
for some shadows. Thank you, God, that you denied that thing. Thank you that I didn't get that promotion. Thank you that I didn't move to another nation. Thank you. And here's the thing. Get ready. I'm done. I want to pray for you. We all know it was 40 days, right? But we never read that God said to him, it's going to be 40 days. It's now easy to go, yeah, hallelujah, 40 days. When God says, get in the ark. Where are you, God? Day one is maybe okay. Day five. Okay, God, I've built 120 years on this ark. You build 120 years on that ark. Here's my assignment. And then the rain starts. And the water came up from the earth. People were banging on that door. Noah! Remember me! Noah! Remember back then? If you read the scripture correctly, it was only sons that went in. It was, I've shut the door. Let the rain come. And it came. Day seven. When is it going to stop raining? Day 14. Day 49. Then a dove came. I need to close with this to tell you that your breakthrough is coming. What's so powerful about the ark, which I've seen here, is there was no window in the ark. There was no ventilation. The only window we see is the window that was above Noah where the dove went out. God never told him, Noah, this is how long it's going to be. Don't know how long the storm is in your life tonight. Some of you are facing storms. A day, two days, six months, ten years, a year. But here's the thing. Can you trust Him? Can you trust Him? If you have to drive that same car for the next 10 years. Can you still trust him with that sickness in your body and he doesn't answer? Can you still trust him when the breakthrough doesn't come? All Noah did was, God, this rain, man. My family's on me. When is the breakthrough coming? And I think he wrote the song. This is the song, I think. Noah sang every day in the ark. It is well. It is well with my soul. When all hell broke loose, it is well with my soul. How many of you remember that old? 
I know our new young generation may not know that, but it is well. For more information on products, please visit our website or send us an email. All the details are on the back of the product pack.